Okay, it's recording. Okay. Okay. So how do you want to just start with the introduction? Yeah. Uh, we'll start with names. Um, well, I mean, hello, welcome to Arcanum Obscura podcast. Uh, we're new to this, so you know, <laughs> bear with us while we figure things out. No, it's fine. We'll get this in like... Five minutes. Five minutes. Five, it, it will take us like a hot minute to get into the flow of like pros. talking and like trying to talk to people. Whenever I think of podcasters, I always think of... Are like, we like cutting this section out? I, we can leave it in. No, we'll leave it in. Well, I, I mean, we'll see how it goes <laughs> and then we'll work from that. Um, okay, so the premise of the podcast is we're going to cover... Kind of a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. I think... Um, Unsolved cases, supernatural... Supernatural. Cryptid. Um, any kind of paranormal stuff or true crime. Yeah. Want to try but to but we're it. not going to do major true crime. We want to stick with small town stuff, so it'll be newer material you've never heard before. Or we'll try to start off with that. I just said Nevin, McNevin and haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear a lot of new words. <laughs> Fake words that don't exist, but by golly, we'll make them exist. Uh, yeah, it's just, not just that. I think eventually I want to hit upon like bigger stories as well that maybe not that many people know about. I mean, everybody heard of like Datlov Pass. Yeah, well, I mean, the first actual episode is going to be a big thing that people know about, but they might not know the origin of. Right. Yeah. So that way, it can at least bring in like the some people then. And then kind of hit upon smaller things like um, Mall Barker House and shit like that. Yeah. Well, we got that new lead that leads to Mall Barker. Yeah. So we'll have to check out that. Um, and uh, so I guess we'll do introductions first. So, want me to start off? Because yeah. mine's a lot shorter yeah, than Mine's going to be long. So. <laughs> your name, you know, who you are. And name, address, social security, social security number. number. Yeah. Um, Mother's maiden name. Expiration date. Yep. Don't forget the three digits on the back. The three back. digits on the back. That. Actually, funny enough, my three digits on my uh, first card was 666. Well, that's easy. So it, it was really easy to remember, and I loved that card forever. But now I don't have it. It was really sad. It with demonic things. <laughs> For some reason, it just, just end up disappearing all the damn time. I don't know why. I walked down the road, and all the grass was dying as I walked past it. <laughs> Whenever people ask for my credit Birds card, I give it to the them, sky. and like they would have a heart attack. Birds falling out of the sky <laughs> as I passed. Cars <laughs> crashing behind me. Ah, it's it's normal. That's just any. You know, like you know, you go to a bank and you can only take out twenty bucks. I can only take out six dollars and sixty six cents at a time. <laughs> oh, really sucks. Or, or. $666. I'd never have that much in my account, so I don't matter. Well, try being less poor. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a hard, ain't working. Uh, Alright, back on target. Name and introduction. I am Nathaniel. I live in Florida. That's pretty much it. Or do you want to talk about how well, we got into Why paranormal? do you like this stuff? Yeah. Um, I've, seen, I've read and... Uh, heard about a lot of like paranormal activity and true crime stuff and i think they're really interesting especially the ones that kind of go unsolved or there isn't much information because there's so many thoughts upon it and there's like it's I'm so broad and interesting about mine so you keep going <laughs> uh i got into it because it was just interesting and not that many people knew about it when i 
got into it. But now it's like huge. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves true crime. Everybody loves paranormal stuff. Yeah. Everybody believes and in only aliens. Only the dedicated make true crime <laughs> stories. Uh, I'm not going that far. <laughs> Don't take any advice from this show ever. No, 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 no. They could definitely take some advice from us. I mean, yeah. be gay, do crime. It's the oh. best kind of advice. I'm straight, so what do I do? Yeah, now you're on the spot. Damn, now you got you me there. In public. <laughs> you came out on the podcast. I'm not saying I'm the episode gay. is going to be a hit already. <laughs> hit sensational podcaster admits he's gay. First episode in. Unknown podcaster admits he's gay. No one listens. <laughs> Nobody cares. Awesome, not true. Uh, yeah, that's how I kind of got into paranormal stuff. It was interesting. I like true crime and I like uh, paranormal stuff. All right. <laughs> it's your turn. Um, so now for the long part. The long one. Okay. You are substantially older than me, so it, it makes sense. Yeah, well, a lot of shit's happened, too. <laughs> I didn't really want to happen in my <laughs> short 40 years. And that's what you get when, you, when your uh, mother and father are the same. Yeah. And my brother. He yeah. was my father. And my <laughs> uncle. Twice removed. It's right. really hard to remove them when they're the same person. It's, I, it's, it's, it's really crazy. tricky. A lot of, like, but at that point, when you're your own thing, you can be like you could just start calling yourself whatever you want. And he identified as a tree. So <laughs> okay. Anyway, so what kind of tree was he? Birch. Damn. No, no, I don't like birches. How about weeping willow? I thought you hated your brother. Well, my brother, my father, my uncle. The point stands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like most of my some of my things. Parts of my family. I like a small portion of my family. There's like two people in your family that <laughs> Very you're small okay with. Of my family. Yeah, my father and my stepmother. <laughs> no, I like my three sisters. I love my three sisters. Yeah. They're awesome. Also, your daughter. And my daughter. Well, that goes without saying. You don't need to I say mean, that. You, you think that, but there's a lot of shitty parents out there. Yeah, and they shouldn't be parents. I agree. I, well, I'm not going to say you're a good parent. Yeah. Eh, I guess I won't either. <laughs> we could call her out and ask her. <laughs> later we'll do that later while she's in her room with her 55 inch 4k tv playing yeah. on her ps4 because i'm a bad parent it's fine we'll exploit her later okay so anyway my name's chris i will never call him nathaniel it's gonna be nate <laughs> um i too currently live in florida and i am from new york spent 30 years of my life in new york and almost most of my stories are going to come from when I was growing up. There's one weird incident down here, and Nate doesn't even know about this yet. Uh-oh. He's probably going to learn some new stuff about some stuff here. Nothing will surprise me at this point. A lot point. of stuff I have forgotten over the years. So as I'm telling people, things keep popping back into my mind, like my memory. Uh, a lot of people don't know most of this stuff. I only tell my close friends. So Your pillow doesn't count. My pillow doesn't count. My pillow's my lover, not my friend. You say you, you're not both friends with your lover? No, not this one. No, okay, gotcha. She doesn't talk back. She that works out well. Oh, the perfect lover. <laughs> doesn't talk back. Is always up for whatever you're ready. Yeah. So anyway, when I was in just finished second grade, we moved from a small town I lived in. See, now I know this already is a lie. Mechanicville. Because we all know you didn't finish the first I got halfway through second. <laughs> I could write most of the alphabet, all 24 letters. 
<laughs> Count to Num- about five. Num- yeah, numbers are hard. I almost said 24 numbers. <laughs> so we moved to, well, my parents were looking for a house, and they got lost. We lived in Mechanicville. They got lost. They found this little tiny town up in New York, right on the border of Vermont and Mass, called Berlin. And nobody knows about it. The whole town was one major road, one flashing light, one gas station. That's about it. I think so, our biggest claim to fame was Seagrove Roses because they deliver roses all over the world. Oh, I see. So you literally were in like one of those um, cities where they're like, if you blink, you went right through it. City? Hamlet. <laughs> hamlet. Is there smaller than a hamlet? A hovel? That's like a little <laughs> house, right? A hovel is a type of house, yes. It's smaller than... It's, a, it's about a town. I'd it's, say a town. We had... But it's one of those stereotypical, like, you... Yeah, corn, everybody knows yeah. everybody. Oh, shit. We had one major road. We had one side road. Then we had like a mountain, and on the other side of the major road was a little town area. <laughs> Not many people. For just to give you a good example, I went to Cherry Plain High School. That school consisted of Grafton, Steventown, Petersburg, Berlin, Cherry Plain. All went to one school, and my graduating <laughs> class was about fifty. <laughs> so that's a good example you, of how small this place is. To be fair, probably not many of you graduated. Most of my class did surprisingly. Because the, the other ones dropped out. Oh yeah, <laughs> way beforehand, so they don't count in the numbers. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the town was interesting because all night long, every night, it didn't get dark. Town was. I had a phone call. The town was always orange at night. Seagrove roses. All the greenhouses lit the sky up. Really? Yep. So it was really cool. You could do everything all night long. You could be out playing. It was one of those towns where you could play till like three in the morning. You didn't have to worry about stuff. This was before school shootings and before internet, so everybody, you know, we didn't have cable TV. So what did you have? Rotary phones? We had, we had sticks and we had rocks. Yeah. Back in my day, we put a kick the can. We had an antenna on the house that my father would have to adjust to get us TV. <laughs> Seriously. Got to watch a football game. We had to get a walkie-talkie eventually so I could get up to him. Okay, so anyway, the house. <laughs> they found this house. They got lost. See, this, we're going to get off on tangents a lot. I, uh, we're very so, scattered brain. They got lost. They found this house. I believe it was from 1850. It's an old farmhouse. Had a barn on the property. Had a garage and an apartment. And it was a pretty big house. We had two living rooms, dining room, two kitchens, mudroom, basement, five bedrooms. It's a pretty big house. Pretty big house. And the, the, the two kitchen thing was back in the day before AC, they had summer kitchens. Was it like a kitchen in the kitchenette? No. Nope. It was a full kitchen in the back of the house. And it was windows all the way around so you can cook throughout the summer without dying. Dying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the house I grew up in. And that's where most of this stuff starts. So we had the barn. And the barn was old. The barn was kind of leaning. We actually had those crank jacks in there pulling the barn upright again. <laughs> Did you have like two just hooks on either side of the barn? Yeah. Top. And then you just held each other together? Like if you were facing the barn... The hook went to the top left-hand corner and the bottom right-hand corner. And it was just kind of pulling the barn upright again. <laughs> we weren't supposed to play in it. And when we moved in... I wonder why. We found... Um, on the second floor, we found a hay bale. Underneath, it was a bunch of empty alcohol bottles. There was an outhouse built into the barn. Next to that was a door. And when you opened it up, there was another bale, like a hay pile. Mm-hmm. And when you moved the hay pile away, there was a door on the floor. 
Not a hatch. An actual house door with a doorknob. <laughs> like like the old storm uh, doors. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but this was like someone just literally took a house door. Just and took a house and door and just... On it. Yeah. Huh. And when we opened it up, there was room down there to sit. And there was fresh water running through under our barn because there was a crack in the reservoir. And we had heard the barn was part of the Underground Railroad. Really? So we think that's where they people would hide. Right. They just put the hay back over. They had fresh water coming through. Huh. The house, for example, another example of how old this house was, had a lot of glass doorknobs. It had clear doorknobs, white doorknobs, brown doorknobs. I don't know if you know what that means. I don't know. Slaves could only open brown doorknobs. I did not know that. And I think they could open white doorknobs with permission, but they could never open a glass door, clear glass doorknob because that was the master bedrooms. The right. So, Interesting. Although I hear they're changing that term now. It's not called a master bedroom anymore. That's weird. It's called like the prominent bedroom or something. I, and it, it, Which I, I don't I don't care. know why you're really changing it because just... master usually means like the owner of the house. Yeah. But I guess connotations change can, over yeah, time. I'm not one way or the other. I don't care. I don't care. It it's the name of a room. I it makes care. people feel better. Go for it. Well, for people feeling better, everybody being treated fair. I think we should change the name of living rooms. What? Literally anything else. I pretty much live in my living room. Yeah, well... Literally. Literally living in my <laughs> living room. I just hate the name living room. It's like, all rooms are living rooms. Well, I mean, technically we're all dying when we're born. It could be the dying room. I'm up uh, for a dying room. I think that would be nice. Just a lovely dying room. A lot of people do die in their living room. I Ironically, to, I tend to with a PS4 controller. In my, no, PS6 controller in my hand. I want a couple more years here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to date it. PS4 controller. Yeah. PS5 is on its way out. I'm talking about dying with a PS4 controller. <laughs> it's like, it's like mm, I yeah. mean, I could go in the closet and break out the Atari and die with an Atari controller. Really confuse people. Uh, N64. That would be really fun. Yeah, but if I break out an Atari and the EMTs come to find me, they're going to be, what is he holding? <laughs> What is that? All the 20-year-old EMTs are like, oh my god, what is that? Is that some kind of like... He must have been dead for like 80 years. <laughs> like the oh story my... I told you the other day. Which one was that? When I went up to the Chinese restaurant to get food. The... Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the lady. The girl was... was shocked that my debit card has the guy from Fallout on it. Which and guy? she said, I can't believe the main character, the Fallout, the iconic character. Oh, the Pip-Boy. Yeah. Pip-Boy, yeah. Vault Boy is his name, Vault Boy. I believe that, yeah. And he has a thumb up, which most people don't know what that means. She's not giving me a thumbs up. He's, if you put your thumb up and you look at the horizon, if the mushroom cloud goes above your thumb, you're dead. If you see the mushroom cloud, <laughs> That's you're dead. That's the theory from the 30s. Okay. You hide under a wooden table <laughs> oh, you mean to survive a nuclear fallout. So let it go. The 30s were, <laughs> you know, mercury was good for you. Yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver was good for you if you just take it in table, tablespoons. Cyanide. So, yeah, so then she asked me, I said, come on, I've been playing games for a long time. And I told her I started on the original Nintendo, and she's like, which one, GameCube or N64? I'm like, no, before that, oh, the dinosaur one. So which I'm one? officially dinosaur one. I like in her idea that the original is the GameCube. Or N64. Or N64, I kind of get people associate that Still as like. cartridge. Yeah. Um, but like. Although they keep going back to cartridge, so I guess it doesn't matter. True. But they're a little bit different. But like GameCube, that's a weird one. GameCube's not that old. GameCube is fun. It had a really good survival. I fucking love the GameCube. With your head. Um, I forget what it's called. Eternal something maybe. Eternal something. Yeah. As you played it, the game would mess with you. Your controller would start acting up because, like, uh, oh, Kojima would do. With yeah. Metal Gear. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you Eternal like, Darkness. Uh, I think it's called Eternal Darkness. We're getting on tangents again. Yes. So back to the house. 
So I don't remember how old I was. I think before I was 13, I went to go. I was home one day alone, and I went out in a barn. And I started hearing a voice telling me to get out. So being the cocky little kid I was, and um, I, you know, puffed up my chest. I'm like, I'm not leaving. So my barn. I was like saying it out loud too. And then I hurried my ass out that door. I'm not leaving. Promptly leads. So I go in unless the... I wanted to, yes. which I did. I just happened. To... I said that too. I said I'm bored in here now, and then I walked out the door. <laughs> so I went into the house. I go up to the upstairs bathroom to use the bathroom because I always felt weird in the downstairs bathroom. My house had a weird layout. In the front of the house, you had one living room, which was mine and my brother's living room. Then you had the dining room. To the right of the dining room, you had the kitchen, the main kitchen. Then straight ahead, if you were in a dining room looking straight ahead, there was three doors. Okay? Hmm. Left door went to the adult's living room, which my dad had a stereo. The adult's living room, as opposed? Like his stereos or guitars were in there. There was couches. There so was he no just TV. didn't want you to play in there? No, there was no TV or anything. They would just hang out. The parents would hang out in there. Oh, okay. The middle door went up the stairs. The right door went to a small little hallway. Bathroom on the right. A door on the left that went sideways into the stairs. Weird. That is weird. So a I think again door? it goes back to maybe the railroad. Well, I hate to say like the slave stuff, but people wouldn't see you if you went out upstairs through the side door. You gotcha. wouldn't come out into the dining room. Right. So, so it was like servant entrance. Yeah, that's a better word. I shouldn't say the other word. So anyway, I go up the stairs, go to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom doing my business, and I start hearing someone call my name. Female this time. Nobody's home. Still the same day. Same day. Right after I left the Whenever barn. you got bored in the when barn. I, when I got bored. Yeah, right. Not I was when not you got scared. scared. When I got bored. When you got bored and you were like, I'm going to go into the house yeah. instead. Stupid. Yep. Show you ghost. I'll show you. Tell so, me what to do. You're not my ghost. <laughs> so I went up to the bathroom. I'm using the bathroom. And a female voice started calling my name. And keep in mind, there wasn't many kids around here. And it was like two girls that lived up the road. One was my babysitter. She was how, how large was your, like, um, how, what was the closest house to you? Right across the road. Right across the my road. My yard was two acres. So on the other side of two acres was one house. Then probably on the other side of the barn was another house. Okay. So the house was kind of offset in the property. So I heard a woman calling my voice, or my name, though. Not in my voice. Calling my she name. She was calling your voice. Yes, she was calling my voice. My weird childlike voice. Yeah. But uh, so she was calling my name, so I got freaked out and I left again. And I finished you going were to the bored again. Yes. Yep. I finished going to the bathroom, thankfully. Got out of the house. <laughs> I refused to go back in the house that night. I went to my neighbor's house, probably, you know, at least two acres down, mm-hmm. then across the road, and I sat under their tree until I saw my parents' car coming You're up. You're probably now a cryptid in their eyes. Just some weird kid hanging out under the tree in the middle of the night. So it wasn't the middle of the night. It was this a, was day. This was day. Oh shit. Yep. But I sat under that tree until it was night. <laughs> until my parents came home, you I probably like freaked the hell out of your neighbors. No, they, we, like I said, it was a small town. We all knew each other. Uh, so like they just, knew you. Just loved walking through town, it, all the old people would be waving you. Mm-hmm. There's actually a pretty cool story about that town too. One guy pretty much built all the houses. He also built every church, which I really respect him for. He built every other denomination. Oh, yeah, you told church. me about that. I think that's He's very like cool. A, what was he, a Catholic? He or? was a Methodist. Methodist, he went to right. The church my mom went to. 
And he built all the churches for everybody. Yep, which I think is really cool, which shows that you really are a good person and you believe yeah. in what the teachings are. So anyway, then I went back to the house. And then shortly thereafter, a kid moved into town. Coincidentally, his name was Chris. Just a child? Just a random child. Just a random child. Some 14-year-old just came out of the woods and bought a house. Can we adopt this child? No, um, he moved, his family moved into town, and they came from um, somewhere up in Massachusetts. But again, they didn't know the area either. So I started hanging out with this kid. Like I said, his name was Chris, so it was kind of interesting. And Is it spelled the same way? Yes. Huh. When I was in high school, it was three of us. All spelled. All Chris. Damn. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so, I told you, that's why I hate my name, because it's so common. I refuse to use Christopher. It's always Chris, and I don't like it, because if somebody else Chris, like 50 people look. It's true. And there's only 20 people in the room. It's creepy. That's why I go, I mean, yeah. Well, well that's why 30 I use... extra eyes looking through the windows and walls. It's creepy. That's why I usually use Nathaniel instead of Nate, because there's a lot of Nates. Not many Nathaniels. Yeah. But it's also a fucking annoying the weird thing name. Is Nate's usually like a, a masculine name. And... Go fuck yourself. So anyway... <laughs> So I, I met this kid, and I actually, see, I, I always forget the timeline. He actually moved in shortly before this happened, because I had already known him. Okay, yeah. And I wound up to his house the next day, and I was telling him what was happening. He's like, let me show you something. He pulled out a Ouija board. So a Ouija board? Oh, a Ouija. A Ouija? So we started using the Ouija board, and we're asking it questions. And again, remember, he doesn't know anything about this town. Right. So either you can say the theory that you pushed the the planchette. The planchette on your own without knowing it. Right. Or it really does work. Right. I have a question. How did you even get to that? How did you guys... You, you're hanging out with Chris. Because we were kind and, of into spiritual stuff for some reason. Okay. Like we were and, into scary stories and stuff. Okay. And he was just like, hey, how did he get a whole... This is always what kind of confused me about when I hear people who get Ouija boards and like they do Ouija boards at Warner, Like uh, no, Parker Harbor. Brothers... No, it's, uh, it's Hasbro? Um, Hasbro. Hasbro? Yeah. yeah it's Parker Brothers. It might have originated at Parker Brothers, but I know it's owned by Hasbro. Um, but uh, that's His the thing. bought it for him. That's, I don't know. And like, he was just like, we're bored. We like ghosts. Let's do a Ouija board. Well, I told he him He pulled happened. it out, and so he was said, like, well, let's... come to my room and light some yeah. candles. It's like, whoa, buy me dinner first. Yeah. At least show me a good movie or something. <laughs> but uh, So we're using the Ouija board. And we're asking it questions. You know, how you use Ouija words, always a roundabout question, just trying to get to the point. Right. And I don't even know the questions we ask. I don't know how we got to it. But the resolution was someone was killed in my house. Did you ask the spirit's name? No. And this, what we got was a husband killed a wife and decapitation. Now, again, he didn't know my house. Right. He didn't know anything about the town. He didn't know. You don't know. I don't know. That when we moved into the house, in my brother's room, when we pulled up the rug, we found a little wooden square, about a foot and a half by a foot and a half, that would open up and you could put stuff in the floorboards. Perfect size for a head. <laughs> <laughs> or we, shoes. We I also mean, came across that. In there. But that also might lead back. No, no. See, I mixed it up again. What we came up to was the, the, the girl killed the husband because he was a drunk. And she decapitated yes. him. And he didn't know that we found alcohol bottles under the hay bale in the barn. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So he didn't know any of that stuff. Right. So it's like, that's where you get to the idea, either subconsciously I'm moving it, or something's stuck. Or something's yeah. got it. Okay, I see what you're saying. So and then, you know, from then on, I was just into the ghost stuff. 
But uh, that kind of started it. Your spiritual. Another time, I was spending a night at a friend's house named Chris Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody uh, who lives where you live is all Chris. I was really. I didn't like. You know, after the stuff in the house, I was terrified of the house. Like, if I was there alone, every light had to be on, and those three doors had to be shut because there was something weird about those three doors. I would not go near them. Huh. I just had some weird feeling I would not go near the damn three doors. Did you ever thought maybe the, because um, you said that that place might have been connected to the Underground Railroad. Did you ever thought like the the hidden compartment in your brother's room had something to do with that as well? What could you hide in it? Not a person. Documents. You, you can hide documents. Yeah, maybe. Or something along those lines. But I also was like. Also, I think in third old grade. houses. <laughs> For some reason, they all like to have like little secret compartments just for the fun of it. Yeah. Actually, my also, father could be another thing for alcoholics. Took the door that went from the the adult living room to the summer kitchen, mm-hmm. and he made it a giant CD rack, and you could pull the pin and swing the whole rack open like a hidden door. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> neat. So, um, so I was always terrified of this house. So anyway, I spent the night at my friend Scott's house. And I didn't like being away from home. I didn't like the dark. I actually brought my own lamp so I could have a light on to sleep. Tell me it was a lava lamp. No, it was like this little lamp that was like glass on the bottom and like a crystal dome. It's kind of neat. Gotcha. And I went home at like 6 in the morning because I woke up and I wanted to go home. And it was like, you know, not that far. It was like it's a 100-foot walk. So I'm going home, get to my driveway, and I hear loud cracking in the woods. And I look up towards the woods, and there's a shadowy figure, I'd say probably like 12 foot tall. Probably like 4 foot goddamn wide. It looked like a tree moving through the woods, breaking trees. So from then on, I wouldn't go into the kitchen door. <laughs> Do you just like... It got to the point where you wouldn't even want to... I didn't want to be in the house. Ever. Yeah, the house was just a terrible place for you at all times. Like, this was all in the span of what? A couple of years. We didn't live there that long. Right, right, but like... so. When you're leaving from your friend's house to go back home, how long in between then and whenever you heard the song say your name, Chris? Oh, wow. A few weeks? No, probably longer than that. A few months, probably? Yeah, probably a few months. Gotcha. So, the way my house was, you had the driveway, like I said. On the right was the barn. Garage straight ahead with the apartment. House on the left. The Hmm. kitchen door didn't come straight out towards the driveway. It kind of faced the woods. Right. And there was a, a deck. And then the front of the house was a wraparound deck. Went all the way around the front and the side of the house. So I saw the figure in the woods, and it was cracking. like It sounded like it was breaking full trees in half. And I saw it moving. So I'm like, fuck this. Without swear words, because I was too young. I went up to the front. The house. You're about 13. I'm pretty sure you said, fuck this. No, I really didn't. Oh, really? I didn't swear back then. So I went up the front. That's odd. I went up on the front wraparound porch, and I just started banging on the French door. You know, multiple panes yo, yo. for our living room until I woke someone up to let me in my goddamn house because I was not going <laughs> any closer to them woods. Understandable. If I saw a giant fuck off thing that was black, we also had a cave up behind the house. I, you know, the more you tell me about this house, the more I'm like, just there's a cave up in the woods, dumbfounded by just all the crazy shit. So you have um, a barn under the on the back side of the barn, there's a door in the ground with little like hidey hole uh and then you also have a house with a fuck ton of doors i don't know why there's like 27 doors in just the bottom floor but okay. there is a shit ton of doors so that's when i stopped using 
the kitchen door if it was in the morning or at night. I would use it in the middle of the day. That was fine. Then, I don't remember when this happened. We were visiting my grandmother in Round Lake. I left her house and I went down to the lake and I found turtle eggs. Okay, yeah. On the water's edge. Mm-hmm. So I went back to my grandmother's. I got a cool whip container. I went down there. I filled it up in mud, put the <laughs> eggs in it, covered them up, took them home. I put them on my dresser, put a light over them. A heat light? Yeah, you thought it would... Not a heat lamp, just a, 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 a light. Kid. Yeah, so you didn't. A 60-watt light bulb about less than an inch from the eggs, you know? It's going to work. So... It'll be fine. Then I forget... I don't know where we went. We Did went you somewhere. not tell anybody about this? No, Did my you... parents knew. My dad told me about the light. He actually came and he put the light up higher. Your dad thought this was like, no, yes, definitely take these eggs with you home, he child. Said, yeah, well, he said it'll be neat if it does hatch for me. So he wanted me to experience it. Like, Multiple eggs. Or was it just one egg? I took them all. <laughs> oh, my God. So then, it, but he came in. You know, poor he put turtle. The light, he put the light up on books and stuff. I was a kid. They weren't like sea turtles. <laughs> and they're still. They're like in danger. I know, nowadays I love animals. I wouldn't do anything like that. I would be the one like sitting there with a stick protecting the eggs. <laughs> so, turtle returns. This no one, turtle. You, you might not know this story. So, uh, we all left the house. Me, my mother, my father, my brother. Nobody there at all. My bedroom door had an alarm on it. My brother liked to steal from it. An alarm? Like an actual, yes. like... So my dad, you know, my dad's an electrician. Yep. So he wired up this little alarm. It was a box with a speaker. And it made like a loud police siren-y type noise. And it went two wires to a mouse trap, And one of the wires went to the, the <laughs> yeah, snappy yeah. part, and one went to attack. Gotcha. And we put a playing card that would go in between them. So whenever when the they opened, they would make contact, the alarm would go off. Gotcha. So I would, I would always lock it up. I had like a, a ruler with like a little split in it so I could slide it in and lock the door. So anyway, we were all gone anyway, but I locked the door. I thought it was cool. I had an alarm on there. You were going to use that damn alarm. Yes. Well, we came home after the weekend was up. I think we probably went to my grandmother's again or something. And went up to my room. The alarm was still set. And nobody was home, of course. And in my room, the turtle eggs, the mud, had claw marks in it. And all the eggs were smashed on the wall. What? Yeah. That, <laughs> like, I was going to say an animal. Do you have a, I assume there's a window in your room. It, oh, you're on the yeah, first. yeah, yeah. My window looked at the woods. It sucked. <laughs> Trust me, oh, I was terrified of these woods. Nice. And they were like 50 feet from my window. That's claw marks. We had in two windows, mud. but my windows were locked. One didn't open, and mm-hmm. one had one of those hook locks. Right. No, no. It was the, the you lift the bolt, slide it over and down. Oh, okay, yeah, like yeah. Like a yeah. door lock. Yeah, yeah I yeah. gotcha. So they were all locked. I had a cat, but my cat was an outside cat. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing in my room. So something clawed through the mud and smashed all the eggs on the wall. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. My dad said it was like an animal got into my room. I'm like, how? <laughs> also, if it was an animal, animals don't just smash but it. But you gotta They'll think, take though, them. This is also not like a modern house with drop ceilings. This had real ceilings. It was from the 1850s. If something came through the ceiling, there'd be a freaking hole there. Yeah. It's not like a tile could just lift or blow up in a breeze <laughs> and something could slip in. So that was one of the things that happened that freaked me out at the house. That's all of them were thrown. They're all smashed right against the wall. With huh. some, some mud, and they were all dried by that time. Right, I'm sure your your bedroom old. smelled rank for a while. No, really, it's just that usual sulfur smell. No. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. For some reason, it smells like just like rotten eggs. Brimstone. Here. Brimstone or something. So, um, I'm trying to think of what else. It's like I always forget things. I'm trying to remember. Okay, I got another one from that house. My brother actually woke up at one night and he said he saw a flashing light in the middle of the yard. At midnight, exactly, he woke up. The neighbor across the two acres, Josh, woke up at midnight. They both happened to look out the window. They both said they saw a flashing light. The in the fuck is up with fucking New York? So, I'm still going. <laughs> <laughs> I so know. In I'm my just... senior year now. Now, we moved out of this house shortly after. My parents got divorced. We lost the house. We left. Mm-hmm. So, now I was living in Petersburg. Shortly after the egg incident or shortly after what? Um, I don't remember the order the egg incident happened. How old were you when the egg incident happened? About 13 still? I I only lived in the house for a couple years. A couple years is a big time difference. Yeah. I'm just trying to get this chronologically. I can remember tons of things, but I cannot tell you dates. (laughs) Right, 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 right. So we're going to just skip ahead. Maybe (laughs) if you weren't so old, you would have had this problem. My senior year. Okay, little little (laughs) tidbit about this house. It was so old, the water pipes were lead. We drank lead water growing up. (laughs) Why you're so fucked up? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm fine. Starts twitching. So that's the third eye is a little weird, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal. That's to be expected. It means I can see everything. <laughs> so uh, in my senior year, I actually, you know, I lost contact with my friend Scott who lived up the road. In my senior year, I ran into him. His family bought the house. Really? We tried selling it. Mm-hmm. They waited till it got foreclosed and they bought it cheap out from under us. Oh, that's a little My bit shitty. My dad was pretty pissed. Yeah. I would be too. So they ended up getting the house. But in my senior year, I was talking to Scott. He was in 11th grade. And he asked me, he's like, you ever experienced anything weird in that house? What do you mean? Yeah, my dad I used never... to come up there all the time and just beat the shit out of me. I know. My dad never raised his hand. If he ever <laughs> hit me, I'd be dead. God, he's like third degree black belt in that crazy ass assassin friggin' martial arts. So uh, I told them, they actually came and talked to us at points in my school because they heard my brother screaming one night. Really? Yes. My brother did something bad. I'm not going to get into family issues here. I can tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> my dad chased him, never touched him. Right. My brother was screaming bloody murder, so I got talked to in school. And I'm like, no, my dad never hit me. Ever raise a hand to you? I'm like, no, if he ever hit me, I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like essentially a 15-year-old going like, no, fuck that. If you ever touch me, I'm dead. Yeah. Fashion strikes and all that crap. Just fucking karate chops you right in your karate and you just die instantly. <laughs> so, um, he asked me, and I never told him this story. So, before we moved out, I think my parents might have still been together at the time. I was looking out the dining room window, which overlooked the field and my friend Josh's house on the other end. Right. And out in front, of, we all might have gotten a bus in front of his house or in front of Scott's house. Okay. So, in front of Josh's house, there was bushes, then a little hill down to the road. But in front of the bushes, I saw a pink scarf blowing in the wind. Like a silk scarf, just blowing. And I'm like, that's weird. Who's down there? So I left. I ran down there, and there was nobody there. Just a scarf? Or did the Nothing. scarf just disappear? Huh. Senior year, Scott asked me if I ever saw anything weird. I'm like, a uh, bunch of stuff. What'd you see? <laughs> <laughs> And he said, well, I was looking out towards Josh's old house because Josh didn't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, it was weird. It was like out in front of the bushes, there was a pink scarf blowing. Oh, shit. He's like, I walked down there and there was nobody there. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw the exact same thing like 10 years earlier. So um, that's 
what I remember from that house. Now across that road, this other family lived. And they told us all this stuff about poltergeists in their house. Cabinets really? opening, shutting, plates breaking. They would go upstairs, put their toys away. They'd go back downstairs. They'd hear toys. Did you live across from the haunted house? That house was right across from me. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, remember the book, The Haunted? Oh, yeah. Did you, yeah, did you live across right <laughs> from them? Fuck, I feel so... But, you know what's funny? Just to go off on a tangent for a hot family? second. Um, That's the name, right? Smurl Family? Something like that. It's a good book. If you never read it, read it, because they had nothing to gain, and it's a good haunting case. Yeah. It, well, I, it's not a good haunting case. No, it's horrible what it's happened a, to them. Yeah. But, I mean, I it think to is good day, for evidence, I think, because they had nothing to gain. They yeah, lost everything. They lost everything. Uh, they didn't try to go to the public unless it, until it was like, got absolutely... to the point when the public was seeing it happen yep. when they weren't home. And even then, they still didn't do, like, whenever they did interviews, it was never for money. It yeah. was just trying to get their word brought out to everybody so i can you even find that book because i have yet to find that book aside from when you gave it to me i can go find it on my bookshelf <laughs> <laughs> nice thanks uh the book's called the haunted yes i believe haunted. so i don't remember who it's by um i don't remember either can, since we're talking about it we should probably tell them the author in case they want to yeah, yeah go ahead I'll, I'll i'll vamp for a second but what i was going to say is um uh about that book was what's weird about it is in the book they don't oh, say the actual. <laughs> they don't say the names. They say that it's a fake, made-up name for the family, so they can keep it confidential. So they don't actually know the names of the family members, which was weird because they actually go to the media and like give out all this information, and they're very public. Smurfs. Yeah. So well, the, doesn't the first few pages say like this is a made up name and it's not their actual names? I don't know. Um, there was a movie in uh, early late eighties, early nineties too. T- mm-hmm. Made for TV. Well, the thing is that's really interesting about this book. It's actually uh, the demonologists that help them. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, it's the Warrens, mm-hmm. a very well known. Um, and this was before demonologists. It was before. Discred- I, you know, I hate that people discredit them. Well, they didn't have. They didn't do this. They didn't. They didn't have that technology. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if <laughs> Back you guys, then, you had to go by feelings. And if stuff. you don't know who the Warrens are, I highly recommend you look into them. They so, are really well known for a lot of the different cases they've dealt with. They're demonologists. And if like, they listen, they probably know who they are. True. And they love or hate them. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, it's one way or the other. I, I like them. the Warrens. Um, yes, they didn't do things how a lot of it's done but now. We didn't but have it's it. also like they're, they were back in the 70s. You can't really bring a micro recorder or like the Xbox and they did... Connect camera when it didn't exist. <laughs> um, there was a lot of... Uh, if And also the Warrens did the... Um, what was it? Poltergeist. Wasn't that movie Poltergeist about them? There was a movie. A really well-known movie. There's a modern one about them. Yeah, Annabelle, one of the big ones. Annabelle's a huge one. They're the ones who dealt with Annabelle. They still have Annabelle. I'm pretty sure the Warrens um, in their museum. Okay, so the book is called The Haunted One Family's Nightmare by Robert Curran. Curran, C U R R A N. Very good book. If I, you can find it. If you can find it. I had to find it on a site that is now obsolete. <laughs> There's a website <laughs> called Half.com. Really? eBay owned them. It was only for buying used books. I can never find that book in the bookstore. But then again, I don't really go to, like, secondhand bookstores. There isn't really that many around here. Except, um, you know, the one right down the main road and the one up in Gainesville. And oh, yeah. Let me just and... let me just drive to Gainesville to pick up. There's one up. right down the, right by the $5 theater. I'm 40. I don't live here. 
dog. I live all you live like in Allen. It's not that far. You know where it Silver Springs me... is, right? That's a forty-minute drive. <laughs> what do you I mean? I drive forty minutes to go to work every day. Is it, so do I. One way. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. I, I okay. know. So they um, said that they would go upstairs, play with your toys. Mm-hmm. We were all naked, He-Man and Teenage Mutant Turtles, stuff like that. And they'd come downstairs, and they would hear their toys playing again after they put them away. And they'd go back up, and they'd be out like they were being played with. I don't really know. I was never in the house, so I can't vouch for this you stuff. You can't. It's, so, at this point, it's more of what they said. But I did learn something interesting. I don't remember when. I don't have my phone here. Can I see your phone for a second so I can give it a date at least? Sure. I'll tell the story. So, up in Berlin, New York, right below my house was a big bend in the road and a propane truck tipped out truck not trunk propane truck tipped over exploded and sent a fireball down through the town of berlin destroyed several houses and killed some people really yep huh i never heard of that I don't think you've ever told me that either. It says from 50 years ago, and that was in 2012. So 1962 is when it happened. So I was always wondering if some of the stuff could have been attributed to something like that. It was a traumatic event. Like one of the people, like their skin was like just burned off and they were still alive. Ouch. Crazy, crazy that stuff. Sucks. And if you go online, you look it up. It's Berlin, New York, propane truck explosion, 1962. There's actual photos. There's aerial photos showing the destruction yeah, of the town. Yeah, I was seeing some of them. The fireball went... Okay, the house I hit sat under the tree. Yes. I believe that was one of the houses destroyed by the firewall. Really? That's that's interesting that the firewall went through. Did it go through multiple houses, one fireball, or so? Did... I'm going to be drawing a map so you guys won't be able to see it, but we'll uh, yes. post it at some point. The so. best medium for a podcast. The like this. There's a big steep mountain. I lived on a mountain. Yep. My house was here. Josh's house was here. The lamp gears were over here. Propane truck went to take this turn and blew up. <laughs> this was a huge steep hill. So the fireball went right down Oh, the I see. Gotcha. Over the embankment. So there was only a... the truck became a fireball, essentially, yeah. and just kept going downhill. And I believe there was a kid sitting nearby, I believe, who heard the guy. I think the driver was stuck inside. I don't remember the details. You could look that up. But I think that might have been attributed to it. Um, okay, that deals with that house. That's just the first house you lived in. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. That's some f- fucking wild shit. When I was already. a kid, before I was 16, so I was 14 or 15, I spent most of my summers <laughs> Could be 13. with my cousin, yeah. who lived right next to the Saratoga Your Battlefield. Your sister cousin. My what? Your sister cousin. Your sister cousin. <laughs> he lived right next to the Saratoga Battlefield. We don't need to get into any stories about that, because I'm sure people can understand how many people died there. A lot. The Battle of Saratoga. If you've seen the recent musical Hamilton, you know all about what happened there. It all took place there. General Schuyler's mansion was right there. TLDR, a lot of people died. The county I lived in was Rensselaer County. Von Rensselaer. One of the families <laughs> in Hamilton. So, um, my cousin had a girlfriend. And we would go riding our bikes. And to understand, this town was smaller than Berlin. The one you're living in now was smaller I would, than... Well, I'd stay there in the summers. Okay, the one you were... It sta- was smaller than... There was three kids. In the whole town? Yeah, sometimes four or five. 
if they were visiting. <laughs> it really wasn't. This was, I wouldn't even call There's it a There's three kids, hamlet. It's and like, the family had to share them. I, I wouldn't even call it a hamlet. It's like a place where someone just stopped and said, I'm too tired to keep going. It's a thicket. So we'd go for bike rides a lot. And we'd go around the block, but the block was, I'd say, probably a five-mile bike ride. Okay, so yeah. Through the woods. There was actually a road there called Sleepy Hollow. Really? Not the Sleepy Hollow, which also is in New York. A different one called just Sleepy Hollow? Just a road was called Sleepy Hollow, but the town of Sleepy Hollow, where that legend takes place, is mm-hmm. up in New York. Yeah. So um, we were riding bikes, and we were going, he was going to go to hang out with a girlfriend. So we rode to her house. I left in there. I took off on my bike. So we went, like, up one road, took a left. His girlfriend was on that road. I went farther down. I took a left to go back out to the main road. Mm-hmm. Rode down up a huge steep hill, and I was so excited to turn around and just ride down that hill full speed. As I turned around, off in the woods was this creature standing at the edge of the tree line looking at me, and its body was roughly the shape of a deer. Its neck was elongated, but not as long as like a giraffe, but longer than, say, a deer, like maybe twice as long as a deer. Its face looked like a bulldog's face, but burned. Just like meaty looking. Are there any and with big black eyes and it was just staring at me? Huh. Turned my bike around, I did not go down that hill. <laughs> I went the other way and I never went for a solo bike ride up there again. This doesn't look I know this is a different area, but it had nothing to do like this is a different creature entirely than the one you saw at the at your original house out yes. of the forest. The yeah, other this one was like an hour and a half away. From my yeah, old yeah, house, right, by, right. you know, car drive. Were there any reservations out there? I don't know. I, th- I know, I think New York has like two. Seeing as how it was the Civil War and that was one of the settlement towns and we'd like to take Indian land away, yeah. I'd say probably. There was a lot of Indian yeah. land out there. <laughs> that is because it, it does sound very... They had to, I don't, see, I don't know the tribes and stuff, but where I lived, that, okay, so I lived in Berlin, that was up in... Quaker Springs. Mm-hmm. Between that was Mechanicville, this other city I lived in growing up. We'll get to that house after this one. <laughs> so, um, right next to Mechanicville was uh, Waterford. But they were all on the Hudson River. And mm-hmm. the Erie Canal ended in Waterford. So, logically speaking, before we used them as trade routes, I'm sure Native, Native Americans, Americans yeah. use them as well. Because we kind of took settlements where it looked like good settlements because people were already <laughs> settled there. Wow. Well, this looks like a good spot to live. That's probably why there's a tribe here. Look at all those people over there. This seems like a good spot to live. So that's the bike story. Um, there was some other weird stuff up that area. I can't really remember most of it. I know there's a lot of crystals in the ground because we found a crystal mine. Really? Yeah. I didn't. Quartz crystals. Right. We used to dig them up. My friend's father, one of the kids that was there on and off mm-hmm. he had a crystal mine in his backyard his father actually dug him up and cut the crystals and sell them and stuff oh that's kind of cool we only found clear quartz but he had like the amethysts and stuff like that and the purple quartz crystals um so that's that town now mechanicville is the other city i grew up in and if you remember it's this town i was born in as well i wasn't born there i lived there when i was a kid i was actually born in schenectady you were born in what? Schenectady. Schenectady? Yes. Sounds very Scandinavian. I was born in the hospital there. We lived in Mechanicville. So technically, I, I just say I was born in Mechanicville. Because it's <laughs> a lot easier? Yeah. 
I was born here for, I lived there for a day. <laughs> I was born there, and I was, like, notionally there, I guess. But so, back, so when I got older, you know, I left mechanical after second grade, went to Berlin. Then I bounced around between parents. I was in Round Lake for a little bit, back to Berlin, back to mechanical for two years for school, mm-hmm. back to Berlin where I graduated. The day I graduated, I came home, grabbed my bags, and left and went back to mechanical. I was seeing someone in mechanical. You know, you know about my past relationship. So we had our first... <laughs> Many of them, yes. The main one. The big one. I okay. say main one. But the big one. The long one. is even better way of saying it. <laughs> so um, we had our first apartment together. Yep. And I just told you about this one the other day. Uh, my friend's mom owned the apartment. You're talking about the... A small house. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it was split right down the middle. So it was apartment on the left floor, left downstairs left, downstairs right, upstairs left, upstairs right. Mm-hmm. We got the upstairs right apartment. There was an old guy that lived there that had died before, probably about a year before we moved in. Right. So I don't remember too much happening there at first we, we'd hear like footsteps like running kind of so we just assumed it was animals because the apartment across from us was empty eventually my friends larry and ed moved in and you'll know more about ed because he's going to be writing our intro and outro song <laughs> you'll hear more about he him later in, if you want to find out about ed just google greatest band in the world ed <laughs> and it'll pop him up as the singer for the greatest band in the world does it really are you making a joke? It's an upstate New York hardcore band. But they are huge in Japan now, which is kind of interesting. I love, I love how upstate New York hardcore... By the way, upstate New York, New York hardcore is the best hardcore. The Albany scene. But anyway, so they moved in across from us. And we would have like big parties, you know, both apartments, doors wide open. So you can go back and forth between both apartments. Yep. But we'd hear the, there's a running all hours of the night, and we assumed it was them. And then they asked us once if it was us. I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, we're sleeping. It sounds like a little kid running up and down the hallway. And they dubbed it the Boogans. The Boogans. So that was the legend of the Boogans. And then I found out later on at some like different points in time, like uh, Larry heard banging and scratching on his bedroom door. Um, Ed had weird bugs in his room. He said they would come out of the vent. They were green, and when he crushed them, they smelled like chlorophyll. I don't want to get it wrong and say chloroform an accident. <laughs> I just smelled a bug and pass out. <laughs> Which chloroform doesn't work like the movies, people. No. 10 to 15 minutes of holding a rag to someone's yeah. face. It's not as easy as you think. Yeah. Come here, Nate. Let's show them. <laughs> you need quite a bit of chloroform. And oddly enough, someone on TikTok was showing how to make chloroform. Which I don't think that well, I... should be banned. It was during the riots. Oh, yeah. And people were also this. showing how to make that piranha acid. That can mm-hmm. eat through anything. I, I saw that. They should not be letting that stuff be shown at that point. In time. No. Um, no matter how you look at those riots, it's like that's that's dangerous. I'm all for protesting. Also, like, not what if you? Rioting. What if you? It's hard to throw things. As dumb as that sounds, you miss and you hit your own like your friends. Yeah. You just fucked over some. But I mean, if life. you make that chemical up and you have it in a glass and you just splash it in someone's face. It's a fucked up thing to do. You gotta think, if that can eat through, for example, in the video they showed a whole hot dog being devoured down to nothing. Nothing. It, it does in take two a minutes. Lot. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit, but think still. Think how long it would take to get to the hospital. Well, More than two minutes. Your face well, isn't is it soaked in the acid? 
If yes. it's thrown on, yeah. you're able to decon somewhat. Get it off. I don't of know you. though, because it's like sulfuric acid. I mean, if you wipe it off with your hands, now your hands got it. Right. Your face still got it. Whatever rag you put it on, it's going to eat through. Sure, but it's tricky. It's still if it gets on your clothing, it's going to be a pain in the ass. You're too. not going to. You might not die from it, but no, it will fuck no, you. It will up. fuck you. It'll fuck you pretty probably pretty um, But as you were talking about your. Um... But wouldn't you know if you have the helmet on, they splash it under the helmet. <laughs> you know the riot gear I know trying, to, about. trying to get that helmet off in time to stop it from eating it's kind of like those videos of while um, you're in pain <laughs> yeah what was the videos there's videos on like old world war 2 and 1 people on fire and they're just trying to get their clothes off and they're just trying to it'd be like that yeah kind of fucked up but wow so so back to your next fucked up building that you like to the stay boogans. in the boogans the boogans and the green the bugs and the green bugs yeah he would kill them and they said he said they smelled like chlorophyll which is weird is we weird. never saw the bugs no it was just him yeah he'd wake he'd... up at night with him on him and he said he was killing them but they were never there in the morning I think he was dropping too much so, acid so uh, we partied a lot but... that's true well uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna we say we mostly drank though can still hallucinate when drinking. Depends on what you're drinking. We were drinking cheap swill beer. Oh, uh, you probably won't like. You're not drinking any wood alcohol. If you get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, man, why can't you live in a house that's fucking normal? Um, Ed said one day his brother was spending the night. He was sleeping on the couch. Excuse me, and he woke up hearing the sound of what sounded like a banshee screaming, which is messed up because. Banshees symbolize an oncoming death. Mm-hmm. And through someone else's podcast, I wish I could say the name right now, I cannot remember it, I learned where that term actually comes from. Banshee? Yeah. Was it it's not Banshee? actually a monster like in our movies. Banshees were actually called Banshee. Banshee. Gaelic. Mm-hmm. It stood for the woman. Yeah, it like was a, a professional whaler. Yeah, it was a... But she would live with the family. And Wasn't, she was supposed weren't they to be also like supposed to be like part fairy. psychic? Supposed yeah. to be part fairy folk, and they could sense when your Someone's loved one was going to pass away. There's stories, and then they would like begin people, crying. There's stories about people who could still do that kind of stuff. Apparently, I <laughs> do a lot of stuff I don't want to do. <laughs> so uh, you just wailing in the middle of the night. I thought night. that was pretty cool though. Banshee, Banshee, Banshee. I believe it was. I mean, but that's that's. It's like B A A N and S H E A. Something like that. I mean. There's a lot of lang- things like that that are what they sound like. I know, but now you hear like, it, it's like people think that the banshee comes out of the woods and screams and someone dies. No, yeah. That's not where it comes from. Well, I mean, everything gets twisted as time goes on. That's how, like, lore becomes folktale. Which is kind of the stuff we want to cover. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's Lesser also... Lesser known stuff, though, right? It's also interesting to see, like, the prelude of these things, like how they came to be. Um, so, um... But banshee's a good one. There's something about a purple mist, but I asked Larry, and he said he doesn't remember it happening. Oh, when he was little, apparently he looked out a window. His mom said she saw him look out a window, and he got scared because he saw someone standing out there window, outside the window. And then, I don't know how long after, but he saw a picture, and he pointed at it. He said, that's the lady that was out there, and it was her great-grandmother. That's wild. And apparently, some, I think he said he also heard voices, and it sounded like the old guy that used to live in our apartment before he died. Which, there could be a reason why he was haunted. I've never had any of these. No, I take that back. I've had a, I've never really had any kind of experiences like that where I've seen something weird, heard any ghosts or anything like that. There's been, there's only like one thing that's 
kind of weird, but it's not really like paranormal activity. It's more of like, which is a great movie, by the way, and that's exactly how a haunting would go down. That's why I love that movie. <laughs> paranormal activity. Because it starts out just little noises, and then yep. they start arguing, which gives it energy, which makes it do bigger stuff, which makes them I argue. Mean, the book was which fuels them. The haunted the book was like that as well. Oh, okay. It was like well, yeah, yeah. It, it was as just... they get distressed, it gains energy. Right. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's at least the working. And if you watch Paranormal Activity, my name's in the credits. Is it you though? Yeah. Are you really in the I'm credits? I'm really in the credits. I can show you on the Blu-ray. I'm in the credits. How? How did you manage I'm that? Fucking good. <laughs> they just said, "Hey, you ever heard of that kid Chris up in New York? Let's just fucking put him in the credits for no reason at all." <laughs> is it supposed to be you though, or is it yeah, just no, another? Really, no, it's really me. Really? Yes. What happened was... Um, how have I, you never told me... This seems like something you would brag about a lot no, more. Just, how have you never Because it's said just a this? meaningless thing. Yeah, but it's still it's kind cool. of... It's it cool. cool. But, like, I'm so, surprised this is the first time I'm hearing of this. We saw trailers for the movie online. Because now I lived in the internet time. <laughs> the time of push buttons, and I have all the information at my fingertips, which people nowadays don't even use. It drives me nuts. <laughs> sit and argue things you don't know when you have a computer in your pocket you can check it so um we we learned about paranormal activity and i was psyched for the movie but it was only playing in two theaters mm-hmm. one was california one might have been new york city or both in california i don't know it wasn't a big it was only getting two showings right so they had a thing online if you're interested in this project sign this petition to get it shown across the country Mm-hmm. So every single person that signed why up wasn't position, it petition, showing in across the country to begin with? Cause it cause... wasn't a big major company making it. it oh, was it was an indie, indie film. Gotcha. So I heard about it. I loved it. I was looking forward to it. So I signed a petition, and you can't see it on Netflix because the credits doesn't show it. There's no credits really on Netflix. Um, you gotta have the Blu-ray or DVD. But they actually thank every single person that signed, that signed that petition. the petition. Yep. Oh, nice. Which is pretty damn cool of them, I think. That and is awesome. Like it scrolls really fast, and it still takes about. It's like flying. you got to pause it every <laughs> second to try and find names. It still takes about 10 minutes to get through that list of names. But I'm in there. Chris yeah, I shouldn't say my last name, should I? <laughs> It'll be in the credits. You can look in the show. You notes. can find. I'm sure there's only like two Chris's in that credit scene. No, there's like 50 billion Chris's. There's only <laughs> one with my last name. You'll never know. It could all be a lie. Uh, but like I was saying, there's only like one kind of like somewhat weird coincidence in my life that's kind of like odd but not that's really. called puberty Nate. i haven't hit that yet what's that like i was holding a math book and i got excited and it wasn't like <laughs> it was just a weird noise it was just a weird it noise from. i just it was just anytime i get really nervous I it just happens this water is. i guess you'll find out um but no it's not thick and slimy so it's not old <laughs> uh i have a friend of the family his name is um siggy or Siegfried. Uh, he's from Germany. Did he flee? Mm-mm. Or is he here on... <laughs> <laughs> he's on not that books. old. He's not that old. He's like 40 going on 50. The things he can do with gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the weird part is... Nate is German, and I always tease him about it, so mm. you'll probably hear a lot of that. Also, like, when I jokes. say... A lot of people, when they, th- when, I, when they hear I'm German, they're like, oh, okay. And you're like... No, I was actually born in Germany and immigrated here when I was like two, though, so it doesn't really count too much. I was um, born in Schenectady. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But Siegfried and the shitty husband. <laughs> oh man, there's so many reasons why you fucked up, isn't there? A Siegfried, anyway, Siegfried. Is it like S I G F R I E D? I believe so. Yes. Cool. Um, the shit. I didn't get hangman. I got. I got. I, there was something about him that always seemed familiar. So yeah, it was oh, really I weird. Go to so many places with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, hey man. I knew don't all take his birthmarks. <laughs> but but for some reason it always bothered familiar. me. He looked familiar. So it just kept going on like that for a while. Like I was always see Siegfried. We would always talk and hang out uh, with the family, not just him and me. And uh, one day when I was in my mom's room, she was going through old photos, and there's a photo of my great grand uncle who looks I. Identical to Siegfried, or Siggy, as we call him. Vampires. <laughs> I have proof there's vampires. You have proof there's vampires. That's something we have to go over at some point. Show your phone. Show your proof right now. I don't have my phone here. I should have brought my phone. You should have just brought your phone. Let's go to Safari. I don't want to see your naked pictures. The ones you send to random people on the subway. On the subway. <laughs> okay. Um, but you keep telling your story. Um, find this later. I pointed it out to my mother. I was like, who the fuck is that in that photo? And she goes, that's your great-granduncle. I was like, he looks identical to Siggy. And she didn't... At first she was like, no, it looks nothing like him. I was like, bullshit. So we took the photo and we showed everybody. Uh, my family and his family. Yep. Basically, the photo. I was like, is this Siggy? And they're like, yeah, that's Siggy. I was like, no, it's my great-granduncle. The fuck is this all about Siggy? <laughs> and they thought it was just a cool, interesting coincidence. And, like, I questioned him. I was like, where was Siggy from? And, like, where was my great-uncle from? And they're from the same city. Really? The same exact city. They look almost identical. That's weird. But there's no relation. They, huh. Yeah, no relation whatsoever. Ready? I believe his last name was Senth. Ready to have your, uh, world opened yeah eyes opened who's that is that played the joker yeah yeah no 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 heath ledger yeah it's heath ledger okay um is this like the (laughs) who's that (laughs) that's the lead actor from the warriors Um, when was that movie 1960s probably 70s well, have you seen the Keanu Reeves one? Of what? The Warriors? No, 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 no. here. But isn't that crazy? They're identical. So I believe Heath Ledger will be back in another movie in about 50 more years. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. He was a good actor. I like a lot of his unknown, like lesser popular movies, like uh, The Night One, Night's Tale. Yes. I, like that. I watched that. I really liked him. When he was, was, really he was the best Joker. He, yeah. The new Joker, not going to talk about him because he is the worst thing ever Joaquin done. Phoenix? No, I don't really like that movie, but it's, it's okay. Oh, are you talking about David? Nope, no, nope, don't say his name. <laughs> the one from Suicide Squads. Squad. Yeah. They actually want to release a director's cut that shows more of his scenes. Please don't. The movie's already bad. Don't make it worse. Um, people like that movie so bad. People think Keanu Reeves is immortal. Because... Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. But I just showed you some, too. That's true. Isn't that guy identical? He does look if very similar. Know, look up the Warriors movie cast i i don't know the year it's gotta be the 70s i believe 
It's a great movie if you haven't seen it. It's Just a really good ignore movie. Ignore the come out and play scene because that drives me nuts. I, I love it. that scene. Hate it. A warriors. That's why I hate it. It's 1979. Okay. The year I was um, born. Oh my god. He played <laughs> in his first movie the year I was born. Oh, now I know how old I am. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was born. Pretty fucking old. I um, was born back in the cornfields. <laughs> Warriors is a great movie. Yes. Um, and the, the guy, book is, if you look it up, the guy looks just like Heath Ledger. Does look very similar to Heath Ledger. Also, there's the one guy that who always... on the website we had that. On Rev Halo? Yes. Oh, now that's something they should know. So, I ran that website for like about 15 years. If you ever, probably not, if you ever by any chance came across the website called RevHalo.com or Adrasamian.com and you thought it was funny shit, well, now you know the Rev's real name. <laughs> I always had a mask on. There's no pictures of me. That's true. It's um, Christopher. Uh, we were just talking so about screaming. He had the, his grandmother outside the window. His great grandmother. God, that was a fucking whiplash of. Uh, I got whiplash for that fucking callback. I got an erection. <laughs> I mean, whiplash. Yeah, to whip, whip. Awesome. Me, me neck too. Hurt you. Hurt you neck. What were you saying a little bit ago about like not being gay and doing crime? <laughs> so, um, fucking trying to think of some other stuff. There's no other house ones. So, but we did. I did, did do paranormal investigations. Mm-hmm. That was gonna ring. I did do paranormal investigations. We had a small little group. We got some pretty cool EVPs. Nothing major to show off. Um, I know you did a lot of weird stuff in cemeteries. Yeah, we were walking through a cemetery on a ghost hunt one night, and me and an unnamed assailant. I don't know if he wants to name things. I don't know if it's a crime. Is it a crime? Is it a crime to walk in a cemetery? No. But do you have the pictures? Oh, that's a good question. Is it a crime to do that? Well, it's I so don't... long ago, I'm sure at least that crime would have been past statute of limitations. Right, right. Do anything I don't know if it's okay, so we're walking legally through... against... We're walking through a cemetery doing a ghost hunt, and I see an open grave. I look at my friend, and I go... Photo op. <laughs> and I jump in the grave and lay down. There's no coffin or anything. It's just empty. I jump in the grave. I lay down. I get a picture. Climb out. He jumps in. He gets a picture. Climbs out. Interesting thing I found out after I did that. They put that cement box in the ground. Mm-hmm. And they put the coffin in it. Mm-hmm. Well, the coffin doesn't actually sit on the cement box. There's little sharp-ass pieces of metal that stick up for the box to sit on. I'm lucky I didn't hit any of them. I would have sliced my shoulder right open. Uh, nice. Um, um, so we did go as Is it... Is it considered a grave if there's nothing in it that's dead? Or is well, it just a hole in the ground at that point? The terms for empty grave and open grave, I would assume. It's got, I don't think it had a gravestone yet either. So maybe maybe, not, just an maybe it's hole. just... I don't hole. think it's against the law to jump in a hole. Yeah. I mean, it was in a cemetery in the middle of the night, and I do know some cemeteries. I'm going to get to a cemetery that's illegal. In a second, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I know there's some cemeteries where you can't go on to, so I don't know if this was one of them. Okay, so um, I don't know. Not so there. yeah, I don't think it's illegal. Morally, it's weird. I won't say what cemetery it is. That's probably for the best. Or what the person looked like that was in there with us. Or... <laughs> it was empty. I promise. What was, was left of them? Um, she was kind of cute. I think the funeral was like the next day. Probably. So uh. That cemetery didn't have much happening. There was another cemetery in that town that had a crypt up in the back, and it was open. And if you went in there, the parts that were usually bricked up that had the coffin behind it were broken open. There's bones in them. There's a picture of a femur, which I honestly got the picture because I was disgusted by it. 
And I think it's very just disrespectful and disgraceful. Yeah, I don't think you should go into crypts and break them open. That somebody's um, it's a shitty thing to do. We had a cemetery we called Stoner Cemetery. We got lots of paranormal stuff there. It's crazy. That's when I got choked. No, I my ex, ex got, got choked. choked in. She did not believe in ghosts. She got choked until I pulled her out of the cemetery. Then she could breathe again, and she still refused to believe in ghosts. Then something grabbed me inside. Like, it felt like my internal organs were being squished and smushed around. Hot. Gave me an erection. There was another cemetery a lot of people up that way know about. Uh, most people think it's called Pinewood Cemetery, but it's actually called Forest Park Cemetery. Because the guy who designed it, did I show you the picture? I think I did. No, uh, you didn't show me the picture. The you showed me the layout, yeah. It was set up like a park. You go in, there's a mausoleum straight ahead. To the right is some graves, to the left is some graves, and there's trails through the woods, and there's graves here and there, and then there's uh, statues in the back. This would be a bleeding angel statue. Mm-hmm. People broke its head and hands off its hands, and the eyes are supposed to Why? bleed. Why is it when people get into cemeteries they automatically want to start vandalizing well the thing is people partied in that place and the first time i went in there i froze dead in my tracks because white figures were running around me in circles oh shit then i couldn't my friends said because we did a lot of this stuff already chris 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 and chris were with me and my cousin i believe who was also named chris no but my hands dug into their shoulders and my legs stopped moving and they both looked at each other because they never saw me like that. I usually didn't get afraid of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get Chris out of here. So they almost You weren't afraid. To, you were just bored. They almost had to pick me up and bring me out of that cemetery. Oh, wow. So while I was waiting outside the cemetery, I look in, and off to the left, I see my cousin walking. But he's pale. Really, really pale. That's weird. My cousin. Totally. Dead, dead spitting images of my cousin. Walks behind a tree, doesn't come out the other side. And I'm yelling to him, like, cousin. We called him cousin. <laughs> So cousin I'm yelling to him his name was Justin but we had another Justin living at my party apartment so we called him cousin distinguish him and even his friends called him cousin that's weird so I mean so, but I saw him walking <laughs> so close um, I saw him walking <laughs> and he went behind a tree that was probably a couple inches thick didn't come out the other side then I'm yelling to them and then I see their flashlights coming from the back of the woods, up to the front. And they get in view by the mausoleum. There's nobody holding the goddamn flashlights. They're oh, there. Shit. I can hear them. They're looking at it. You know, when you talk, you're talking to someone, you tend to point the flashlight in their yep. direction. They were doing that. And there was nobody holding the goddamn flashlights. <laughs> and I saw a black shadowy figure jumping to the top of the mausoleum, up into the trees, back down. And that's one of the famous sightings in Forest Park Cemetery or... As most people know, at Pinewoods, which is wrong because that's another cemetery up there called Pinewood Cemetery. So you all were just stupid and were like, "Fuck it." Pinewood. You're not supposed to go into cemetery. No, we knew we figured out the real name because internet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a computer. I can learn. Man. So uh, you weren't supposed to go into cemetery at night. Um, supposedly, the story. Of... Aren't most? I think most cemeteries you can't. Yeah. You're not. Su- you're not supposed to. Oh, the reason it's he built property. the cemetery the way he did is he wanted it like a park, a park, so you can go in and sit. Right. And visit your relatives. Um, supposedly across the road, the story of the babysitter getting a call from the house, inside the house, took place. The story of the girl whose boyfriend got out of the car to check on a noise, and then she heard scraping, and when she looked out of the car, he was hanging. Yeah, isn't that like... were dragging on the roof. That's, that's supposedly that's... happened in that cemetery. 
There was also New York's supposedly a, a mother couldn't handle that her husband passed away. So she ended up drowning her baby and herself in the swamp. There was a swamp in that cemetery too. And you could hear the baby crying at night and we did hear babies crying. We did or hear a crying. baby crying. Yeah. Um, That's... We went back years and years later and they started taking care of The cemetery was run down but they started taking care of it, cleaning it up and I was able to walk through it no problem. I think because it was being taken care of now. Right. It was getting treated with respect. But while we were in there, but we were in the mausoleum, which had no could... roof anymore. Did okay. I tell you this part? I don't think you did. Oh, this is good. So <laughs> this Oh, is this for, part's good. This yeah, is right. for anybody up there, because you might have heard of a new legend. Oh, you did tell me about this. So we were in the mausoleum, and we see, and no, you know, we were kind of behind the doorway. There was no actual door. There's no roof anymore. Um, we saw two guys and a girl coming in. And they were all like, they were scared and they were giggling, you know, the nervous laughter. Mm-hmm. And they start to make it in. And I used to smoke cigarettes. So I took my cigarette and my friend had a cigarette. And I took his cigarette and I got both the coals red hot. And I leaned around the corner and I had them in front of my eyes. So it looked like red glowing eyes. <laughs> and my friend was doing like death metal growls. Those kids screamed and ran out of that cemetery so fast. So if there's a legend of a red-eyed demon in the mausoleum in Forest Park, it, it was us. It was us. Don't believe them. <laughs> They're all fake. I can't think of any more offhand. You have... Um, Interesting life. I no. did make a true Ouija board. I carved it by hand, put blood in the corners, put crystals on top of each of <laughs> blood drops left in the cemetery overnight. <laughs> Refuse to ever use it. Did you charge your moon crystals before then? How do you charge your moon crystals? No, never mind. <laughs> I literally cut my finger and I dripped it in each corner and put mounted crystals in them. Left in the cemetery overnight. None of us would use that Ouija board. What's the point in making it then? We plan to use it. And then we're like, we probably shouldn't use this one. Because <laughs> the legends are that's what you do to me. The legends are you buy one in the store, you leave in the cemetery, and now it's a good Ouija board. If you're hand carving one, putting blood on it with crystals and leaving in the cemetery, we feel it'd be really fucking powerful. If it actually worked. Yeah, what if you take that one you just made, leave in the cemetery, and then like, oh my god. What if somebody, you know, the, the log you found at, well, at work? The one that had like candles oh, and a, candle a salt, salt circle? circle? Yeah. What if they just left their Ouija board out there all night for that? Okay, why would it be a candle in a salt circle? Uh, maybe you want doing... the spirits to go to the Ouija board. You're not going to put a salt circle around uh, it. Unless you're getting spirits already in it and you don't want the spirits to leave the Ouija board. Then you would just take it home with you. Right, you but like, really there, if you put a salt circle while doing the ritual, yeah, and then you do the ritual so the spirit can't leave, and then after but it's you gotta done... you got to do the ritual to summon the spirit. It can't cross the salt circle. You'd have to summon it first, then put the salt circle. No, you can... No, 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 no. You put the salt circle first, yeah. so it can't leave. But it's you not can there summon... yet. Right. You, gotta... you summon it to you, though. Yes, but if you summon it while you're inside the salt circle, it can't come into the salt circle. I don't think that's... Unless you left the Ouija board outside the salt circle. No, 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 because it's not moving within that plane. Yeah, spirits can't cross salt. That's the whole thing. No matter what right. plane they're in. But if... That's how you stop them from entering your house. You salt circle your doors and your windows and everything else. I think... But why do then people do it whenever they summon demons? 
Because they always put the salt circle first, and then summon demons. Allegedly, so the demons stay outside the circle, so they're no, safe. They're summoning the demon, so <laughs> oh, inside the circle, so it's trapped inside the circle. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't do the salt circle after the demons. If there. I was gonna summon a demon, I would be outside the salt circle because it's not gonna be happy. It's not gonna listen to you. <laughs> and that's true. It's gonna tear you to pieces. It's true, but like I'm pretty sure all the books on summoning demons, which we're not saying may or may not be real i'm just saying all the books say you do the salt circle first yeah and then you and stay then inside of it and you summon it you, now here's which... the thing here's the thing <laughs> if it's true if it's if, true if it's true have you heard of anybody who's ever done it no because they fucking died because they were in the circle <laughs> with a demon so what you're saying is now we got it outside the circle but wouldn't that just summon it to you you do two circles you quick jump <laughs> yeah you're stuck in the little oh, circle that, it's like um like, if I remember alchemist circles or alchemist patterns, there's always multiple circles for people to be in. Move there's the one in the middle. Time, don't you? What? Don't you have to move through them at certain times? It depends on what drill, but like, if I remember correctly, there's alchemist symbols and circles where there's the middle one, which is the base of the spell, and then the outside one, which are all the participants, and that's supposed to keep them safe. So maybe do something like that whenever you summon a demon, so you could still uh, get the demon to go to the middle of the circle, but you're still out of it and don't have to worry about and it. And if we're wrong about any of this, feel free to correct us. We, don't <laughs> we mind, are most honestly. definitely wrong about all of this. I haven't read anything like that in a hot minute. Um, it's we did come up with a unique idea for ghost hunting. <laughs> My father actually gave us the idea. You know, we had we had to... Wait, no, wait. I, I think I know what you're going to go with. But if, if it's not what I think it is, then I have a perfect idea after that. We had, you know, I had my ghost meter, my EMF. I had my K2... Yep. We had a micro cassette recorder. We always wore a blessed um, rosary. Symbol of God. Rosary. Yep. Uh, actually, I had different, actually, honestly, I had different religious symbols. I had a couple blessed rosaries. I had a, actually, like a, a Norse Viking symbol of protection. cross? Or no, the hammer? ring. Shield. Oh, the, oh okay, Shield yeah, of yeah. swords or something. So the symbol of protection. So I had different things. But uh, my father gave us this idea. We also had a trail cam we would set up to mm-hmm. try and catch things. But the idea was you get a jar. Yep. And you put a fishing line across the center of the jar. Okay. Dip down slightly. And on that fishing line, you have another piece of fishing line with a loose loop so it can slide with a quartz crystal hanging. Then you put the lid on. Like a pendulum. Yeah, like a pendulum. But not a pendulum you're holding because the wind can't interact with this. Yeah. You set the jar down in front of you and you ask the spirit to move the crystal. Huh. So breeze can't blow that. If that starts moving in the jar, something's moving it. And that's why it was free hanging too. So if the jar lightly got bumped, yeah. the jar would move, not the crystal. It wouldn't be attached to the lid, you know what I mean? Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Because yeah. if you're holding a pendulum and you like move slightly, you twist your finger slightly, mm-hmm. you roll your finger slightly, the breeze blows, the pendulum also, going. Also, it's very hard to stand completely still. Especially with your arms stretched out. We'll try it. You'll Next, shake. Episode one, this is the intro podcast. So episode one, we are just going to stand completely still and silent for 40 minutes and see how hard <laughs> it is. Episode one is just... Yeah. For the whole thing. Yep. Dead silence. So I think that pretty much sums up most of my... I'm sure I'll remember more so stuff. I, There's a lot. As time goes on, you'll get triggered. 
Lot and just remember a whole lot of other things, man. And you that's have... only the paranormal stuff. I mean, you've heard about the other shit in my life. That's true. <laughs> We're not even getting into that. Time to get into like... the true crime stuff now, guys. That's true right. Crime and Chris the... has killed multiple people. Yeah, we gotta go into the true crime and then the therapy <laughs> sessions. And... <laughs> and if you want to do like you know, I don't know, an eight hundred episode therapy session with me, <laughs> we can go over and break down my life step by step and see all the times I dumb goofed. Done, done goofed up, huh? Yeah, tongue goofed up. <laughs> Don't go off. Don't go off. That's right. Remember the last time? I yep, I do remember. Okay, I think that's probably good for a whole first you, episode. You oh, had man. some interesting experiences in... We're at like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, we're going to go 40 minutes. Yeah, it's... it's it's. So that's good. I mean, we don't really have a time thing. So no, that's true. Podcasts. Also, it is an introduction. It is kind of getting a better... It's also to make us a little bit easier. Yeah, with... I think we opened up a lot easier talking at the end. Yeah, it started getting easier. But you had a lot of interesting things with uh, uh, graveyards and cemeteries. Yeah, like cause my life is weird. The only t- like anything that the weirdest thing to happen to me in a cemetery is a girl shoving her tongue down my throat. That's about yeah, it. You messed it all up. What do you mean I messed it all up? I didn't mess up anything. You didn't get the first base. He wanted you to get to first base. Okay, oh, we're getting into this now. So, I'm only going to get the one part. You like you were there. I'm only going to get the one part. You told me the story. Don't lie about this shit. I'm only going to tell you one part of this story. Okay, so, while he was making out with this girl in the cemetery, a meteor streaks across the sky and fucking crashes into the ground, and it was on the news. Yeah, I need to go find it now. Literally, while he was kissing a girl, heaven rained down... And he didn't even take that as a symbol to move forward. <laughs> Plus, you can't top that. You can't do a second date higher than that. No, that's... that's Heaven's rain, us. literally raining down as you're kissing. You cannot top that. I literally good. texted saying, I literally can't beat that. Because there's no other time where I'm going to kiss you. And literally, a giant fucking star is going to come out of nowhere and light up the whole night sky. And you hear that, people? Not literally. Literally. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> literally. There you go. <laughs> kind of like literate. <laughs> Say it with me, literate. I, I'm not that. What is that? What does literate. it mean? Tell me. I don't know how to read. Literacy is overrated. Don't know those fancy numbers in those... that book. <laughs> those are letters. Those arcane symbols. I wouldn't even know that word, would I? Arcane symbols. I wouldn't know arcane if I didn't know how to read. I don't know, because like in this day and age, there's a lot of video games. Use the word arcane. You're they wouldn't know what it means. Tell me, there's a lot of video games. Yeah, dog. You've never played video games. You're too my, old. My dinosaur <laughs> NES. Was that the uh, GameCube or the yeah. N64? Oh, the first Nintendo. Was that like the Switch? The, the, <laughs> the Wii U. Like a 3DS or something like that. That girl, if she's listening, I'm not teasing you. But that's the first time I've ever actually been legitimately old. I'm teasing you. I can't she believe. She was nice. She was a nice person. I'm sure she's a a nice person, but if you think the GameCube is like one of the original, well, you got th- I mean, Nintendo eighteen console. So, so that was like her father probably had to dust off the GameCube for her to play it. <laughs> I don't remember when the GameCube came out. Uh, two thousand, I think. Something like that. It's not that old. I think the Wii was around two thousand something, wasn't it? Two thousand five, I would say. Uh, Either way, but anyway, I think we 
pretty much covered everything. That's I think that's good for an intro episode. I think that would be a good. We like, already have an idea for the first episode one. I don't mm-hmm. really want to give anything away because people that don't know about it, I don't want them going out and spoiling it for themselves. Right, and the people who do know about it, maybe hopefully we know? can bring some other interesting topics that maybe oh, you didn't at know. least know about the show. Okay, a hint. <laughs> it's a show that nobody really knew was based on a true story. Yes. What was it called? Vampire Hunter D? <laughs> no, it's actually um, One Piece. One Piece? One Piece, yeah. The true One Piece was the French that they I was trying to think of a crazier show. I, I know, there's nothing really more obscure than fucking crazy. Vampire D. I, can, I, I, I was trying to think of like a really crazy show to say. Um, Galaxy Quest? Alf. Alf. Alf was based on a true Shit, story. what is it? Farscape. Farscape's a... Uh, oh, fuck. How do I even describe it? Guy gets sucked into a time loop, or vortex, something. He gets transported to another Quantum galaxy. Leap? I loved Quantum Leap growing up. Quantum Leap? You know Quantum yeah, Leap? Yeah, yeah. That was a great show. I loved that growing up. I heard you were going to remake it. Scott Bakula, I believe his name was. He was the captain on Star Trek Enterprise. Yes, he was, wasn't mm-hmm. he? The TV show Star Trek Enterprise, not the actual... I mean, the ship was That, the that show was great, though. And sometimes he would jump to a girl's body, and he's like, I don't even know how to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> and he had to solve, but he never got out of it. Nope. In the finale, he never got you ever seen? You Have you ever seen Elf? Mm-mm. Okay, I, okay. this is way off topic now. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking anyway, about Star Trek. Elf was a show about an alien that landed on Earth. Yeah, I knew that much. Crashed into a family's garage. Okay. He lived with them. He loved eating cats. He always wanted to eat their cat. He never actually ate a cat. He always wanted to eat their cat Lucky, I believe. Ha- Okay. So they would always have to hide him. And the government was always looking for him. <laughs> they wanted to capture him. And they even said, okay, they said in one of the episodes, if they find him, they are basically going to kill him, dissect him, and find out how he works. Basically, they're going to kill Alf if they catch him. Season finale, episode one, they find out he's there, and they take him away. <laughs> it never got renewed for a next season. Alf is dead. Yep. So basically it ended <laughs> on this horrendous note because you knew what the government was going to do if they got him, and they got him. And they uh, were planning a season two, but it didn't get Here's another obscure um, TV show, Sliders. I remember Sliders. Sliders is a good... Uh, I had that weird-looking guy. Uh, Which weird-looking guy? I can almost remember his name. O'Connell? That was, I think, the name of the character. No, his real name. Was it something O'Connell? He was... He was... I always thought he was weird looking back then. He's a very well-known actor because he did something after Sliders. I think I thought his name was something O'Connell. It probably is. Jerry O'Connell. Hold on. Hold on. Computer in pocket. (laughs) I put up Slider TV show. Yes. And it brought up Slenderman TV show. Uh. No, I meant Slider. Hold on. Well, this will be the end of the episode, I promise. <laughs> we need to know who this character is. <laughs> yeah, Jerry O'Connell, you ah, got it right. He was, right. He was weird looking. Yeah. Was he weird looking? Yeah, I thought I thought he was. I liked all the fucking characters in Sliders. It was really I good. never watched it. You never watched Sliders? I was too busy it, doing bad... Yeah, you were too busy going to fucking... Doing my other lifestyle. Yeah. What'd you say about me earlier? Punk's not dead, it's stuck in a 40-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the tagline, pretty much, of, like, this podcast. For me? Yeah. Welcome to Arcane Obscura, where Punk's not dead, it's just hiding in a 40-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> 40-year-old boy. A 40- yeah. True. 
I'm just hiding in the floor. Barrett, I am down here. Oh God, no, <laughs> not again. Okay, I think that's good. So uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening, and we'll hopefully be back very soon. Yep. Anything else? No. Good. Okay.